You are listening to episode 23 of the Live Free Mama podcast. Welcome to the Live Free Mama podcast. I'm your host, Michaela Quinn, and I am a mom on a mission to help you launch, grow, and scale a profitable freelance business from home. Join me each week for tangible business advice, along with inspiring interviews, all designed to help you mom strong, work smart, and live free. So grab your coffee, water, or wine, and let's dive on in. Hey there, and welcome. Super happy to have you join me today. We are diving right on in on how to determine if freelancing is right for you. Recently, I asked a couple people this question, you know, kind of just trying to figure out what they were looking for, if they'd started freelancing, or maybe, you know, why they hadn't taken the plunge on my program yet. And they gave me some awesome, awesome feedback. A lot of them said, I'm not quite sure if freelancing is for me. I still, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just not sure. So today I wanted to tackle that question with you in case you are on the fence too of this sounds awesome, this sounds great, but is it for me? Can I do it? Now, if this is one of your first episodes and you are wanting to first learn more about what freelancing is, who hires freelancers, why they hire freelancers, how much a freelancer can earn, why it's the best option for moms to work from home, go check out episode two, MichaelaQuinn.com forward slash episode two. My hope is that by the end of this episode, you will have the confidence that freelancing is something you can do, but also understand if it is something that you want to do. And if it is, I'll go ahead and tell you your next steps. Now, before we dive in, if you are looking for free resources to get your freelance business up and running, head on over to MichaelaQuinn.com slash free dash resources. I've got tons of goodies over there waiting just for you. And second, I wanted to share with you one of my favorite resources. If you have not yet heard me talk about Sparkle Hustle Grow or you haven't checked it out yourself, now is the time to do that. Sparkle Hustle Grow is a subscription box for female entrepreneurs. Each month, they send you a themed box that is packed with products to inspire you, help you and your business grow like books planners, office supplies. I love cute, fun office supplies. And it also includes access to an online course each month and a book that can help you hone in on your skills for your business or help you hone in on your skills for your current or future clients. I love, 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 love Sparkle Hustle Grow. I look forward to my box each month. It is so exciting. Plus, it is probably the most exciting business expense ever, besides my course, of course. So go check it out, MichaelaQuinn.com slash sparkle, and I believe that will give you $5 off your first month's subscription. Go check it out. You will not regret that. Okay, let's dive in. First thing first, who can be a freelancer? Anyone. 
I've seen high school kids. I've seen college kids, men, women, moms, dads, people with degrees, people without degrees, retirees, people who got laid off, stay-at-home moms looking to get back into the workforce, working moms looking to stay home, people who maybe just want to supplement their income. I've seen it all. However, most people doubt their skills or ability to be a freelancer because it's not what they went to college for and got their degree in. And as far as I know, there's no freelance degree. And if there is, it would be very silly to pay college tuition for a degree because no one is asking for your college transcript as a freelancer. So again, really, truly, Anyone can be a freelancer. There's no magical formula, no magical list of who can and who can't. But there are some things to consider as to whether or not freelancing will be a good fit for you. The first step that I suggest you do in determining if this is going to be a good fit for you is to do a fast assessment of your current situation. Why are you listening to this episode? Why are you looking at work at home opportunities? What is it about your current situation that you don't love? What are you looking to get rid of? Do you want to work less? Do you want more flexibility? Do you want more money? Do you want more control over your income? Do you want control over your schedule? Want to get back into working, into the working world, but not have to go to a job. For me, I hated the rushing. I hated the tons of hours that went into my job and the little pay that I did receive. I hated how much money I spent on daycare, half my paycheck, and I hated how I had to be in the physical building to do my work. Yes, I know it goes with the territory. I was a teacher, but I also, more than anything, hated that anxious feeling that I got every Sunday night when the weekend was coming to a close. It would get dark out, and when it was time to go to bed, I just got this like feeling of, ugh, the weekend is over. And I hated how unhappy I was, and that that feeling of unhappiness, that anxiousness, that you know, being sick of all of the rushing that was literally affecting every aspect of my life. While I was, let's see, um, this was when I was still full-time teaching. I hadn't really started looking into, I had just started looking into work from home opportunities, but at this point, nothing was really working or sticking out at this point. So I was not in the best place. Anyways, it was spring break. McLaren was maybe nine, 10 months. And I was in a book club with three former teachers. One had recently quit and went to the corporate world. One had recently quit the year before when she had her son. And then the other had quit right when I got started. I actually took her place. So all moms, all in a book club, except I was the only one still teaching. I went to book club during our spring break meeting and I was so sad to be there and see all of these moms that were getting to stay home and you know really just do what they wanted during the day and have all that opportunities to take their kids to the library to the zoo to whatever like fun little kid places in town i was so jealous and it was so hard for me to go back after spring break but that's when i started to think about okay 
this clearly is not sustainable. I can't, I can't continue on like this. And so I started to think about what was I looking for? What is my, what is my purpose? What am I doing here? And then practically I had to look at what, what was my income goal? Like what did I need to make in order to make this work? First, freelancing can be honestly whatever it is you want it to be or need it to be. If you just need an extra $500 a month, freelancing can do that for you. If you just want to take on one client, that can be freelancing. But if you also need to replace your full-time income, freelancing can do that as well. For me, I was looking for something that would allow me to work from home, work on my own time, around my kids' schedule, and still allow me to make decent income. And for me, decent income at that point just meant replacing my teacher income. So hopefully this has been a little bit helpful for you to see that, yes, you can be a freelancer, but there's still one final step because a lot of people might say, okay, yes, I can do this. Yes, I think freelancing can help me meet my goals. But when it comes time to actually do it, you know, put your money where your mouth is, you might be telling yourself something or, or holding on to these limiting beliefs that prevent you from ever actually taking action or making it happen. So for step three, let's look at some of the common lies that hold moms back from getting started. A big one is I have no time. I have no time to grow a business either. I'm a stay-at-home mom. I've got four kids. There's no time. There's no way I can fit anything in. Or maybe it's I'm a working mom. I have, I have, there's no time I can, you know, add more work onto my plate. Well, there totally is. It just is a matter of looking at your schedule and finding the time. And last month, we did an episode all about how to find the time to build your business. So go back and listen to that episode. When I was still teaching, I was able to add 20 to 30 hours of client work into my week. Yes, that was not ideal. Yes, I was a little tired and exhausted and pulled in too many directions for a short period of time, but it was totally worth it in the end. Now, the second lie I hear a lot of moms say, even out loud a lot, I get this in emails all the time, is that I have nothing to offer. I'm just a fill in the blank. I only fill in the blank. I'm just a teacher. I'm just a nurse. I'm just a stay-at-home mom. All of those things downplaying their skills and what they do know. The truth is you might not know all of the online business software and tools and words and lingo and all of that. And and if that's the case, that's fine. You don't have to know that in the beginning to get started. If you're getting started as a virtual assistant, which is where I started, in that case, it's not so much as important what you know, except more about like the type of person you are and the work ethic that you have. So some personality traits that make for an awesome freelancer or team member or virtual assistant is someone who can problem solve. If someone is faced with a problem or says, hey, I need help with XYZ, can you figure it out? Can you figure it out? How, what, what, are, what can you do? You can go to Google. You can ask questions um, in communities where you have support. 
there are so many avenues to learn. You just have to be willing to. Another personality trait of a great team member, freelancer, virtual assistant is someone who's a go-getter. Um, someone who's not necessarily always waiting to be told, do this. Someone who can be on a team and kind of foresee what needs to be done and bring that to the clients or the business owner's attention. Also someone who's really organized. If you're a stay-at-home mom and you've been managing and organizing your house, your husband's schedule, your schedule, your kid's schedule, all of those things, you can be a freelancer. You can come in and have the organizational skills needed to be a successful freelancer. Another really big trait for a good team member is someone who's creative. Can you think outside of the box? Can you provide suggestions? If you are sitting here listening to this episode, do you have ideas for me that I could implement to grow my business? or things that I could be doing better. In some instances, that's what your clients are looking for. They're looking for suggestions along with completing the different tasks that are out there. And then lastly, I would just say another personality trait is someone who has excellent follow-through. If someone gives you an assignment, gives you a task, and says, I need it done in five days, are you going to wait until the fifth day to get started? Or are you going to get started on it right away? Or maybe the next day? Being able to follow through and be accountable and be reliable is worth way more than someone who knows exactly what they're doing. All of the software and programs can be taught, but you can't teach someone to have a good work ethic and be a good follow through person for your team. So if you are stuck thinking that you have nothing to offer, I want you to grab my brainstorming guide. It's michaelaquinn.com forward slash brainstorming dash guide. I want you to go through that and I want you to really think about what, don't think about what you don't know. Think about what you do know and your strengths and your talents and your skills and how those skills, those talents, those strengths can help could help me, even if not that I'm hiring right now, but someone like me. And I think you will be shocked at what you do have to offer. And then the third common lie I hear often is, well, that's just not going to work for me. It's, it, it maybe worked for her, but it, it, it's just not going to work for me. Well, with that attitude, no, it probably isn't. But if you have a growth mindset, and you acknowledge and you realize that this is going to take work, it is going to take effort, and you are willing to put in that time and put in that effort, it will work out for you. It might not work out and snap your fingers. Here it is on a silver platter. It's going to take time, but it will happen. You've just got to know what your goals are and be working towards them each each day. And we'll talk more about um, setting goals coming up in future episodes and a couple other things to help get you in the right like mindset and place to start making it happen. So let me know if this was helpful. Come join me in the Facebook group, um, MichaelaQuinn.com slash Facebook. Let me know if freelancing is for you. If you have any other questions um, or any other concerns to determine if it is for you. 
And then there's two ways you can get started. You can get started going the DIY route. Just implement the advice that I share in this this podcast. Go back to episode 11. It talks about all of the essentials that you need to get started. Or if you don't want to go the DIY route, that can take a lot of time. Come check out my program, Overwhelmed to Overbooked. I've got everything laid out for you step-by-step of what you need to do to become a freelancer and the moms that have signed up for it and implemented my advice and strategies have been very successful. And they're in the Course Only Facebook group ready to help cheer you on and support you and answer your questions along with me. So If you are looking for a program, you're looking for the step-by-step, get me started now, come join me in Overwhelmed to Overbooked. I would love to have you there. All right, ladies, have a great day.